If you're going to have the, Robert, and, Robert E. Lee High School, why don't you have Osama bin Laden High School? <laughs> Look, Same fucking be, thing. It'd be kind of rad to go to Osama bin Laden High. Come on. <laughs> Could you imagine going to Osama bin Laden, bin Laden High? What's the fucking mascot? The airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> the jets. <laughs> They're the, the jets. This meeting is being recorded. Oh, I haven't gotten the update yet. Ah. It's like, do you want to update it now? And I'm like, no, I have to record now. Ah, fancy schmancy. Well, you're fancy. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm slumming it. I'm still <laughs> fucking slumming it, man. Yeah. I, I'm just at a point right now where I wonder why I bothered getting my life together. Because my parents' house is way nicer than this fucking shithole I pay for that, uh, doesn't have heat has shit spewing out of the toilet every now or the, the, the bathtub every now and then I don't fucking nobody in this, anybody in this town. I feel like the only way I could ever meet anybody that's even close to my age is to go to fucking church because everybody goes to church here. And that's what everybody asks. Where do you go to church? I don't go to church. <laughs> I don't go to church. I'm an adult. I'm an adult. I grew up. I stopped believing all the stupid fairy tales. God, I'm in a bad mood. And I ate, I had a burger that I made, and I'm still hungry. <laughs> Good Lord. What a day. Sorry. Welcome to the Matt on Matt podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've been posted. I, I, I knew this was going to start out like this based on our text before. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to rally and be positive, but it is difficult. Um, just because I don't have heat in my apartment and it's cold. How, what, to, what's the temperature in Athens, Texas right now? Like in the fifties. Oh, it's not too bad. What are you just but, like drafty in there? Well, this weekend it got down to 28. No, oh, damn. It was fucking cold in here. And it's stayed cold ever since then. It's 63 right now in my apartment. And I can't warm it up at all. Granted, like, I don't keep it much warmer than, like, 68. But, but like, the option, the fact that I don't have the option just pisses me off. Ah, so you're fighting over the principle right now. Well, and the fact that I put in the work order two fucking weeks ago. Oh, Jesus Christ. Two weeks ago. So, needless to say, you will not be renewing your lease. I might be breaking the lease. I don't I'm, know how you, why you haven't. Because I don't have money to move <laughs> is the issue. I don't have money to move. These fuckers took my money when I got here. Now, and I also, like, I, I don't make a ton. Of, I mean, I have more money than I ever had in my life, which does not mean that I have enough to move, like, to, to get a deposit together and movers and the time to take off for moving. All of that, I just don't have the energy or the time to fucking deal with it, and I and it's just like, god damn it, these fuckers have me by the balls. There is a place in town that's opened up, but like it's six hundred dollars a month, 
So I can only imagine it's like much worse than this place. It's less right? than the, I would yes. imagine. Yes. <laughs> so I can't imagine that that would be much better. These fucking yokels down here in East Texas. <laughs> Dude, fucking. I miss the city, weeks. man. I, I'm a city boy. I'm a yeah. city boy. Yeah, you I, are. I, like, it's just the way it is. I, I like, I, like I, I, I need people that like pay attention to the news uh, around me. I need people that like uh, understand that money has value and that like not. I don't know. I don't know what it is with the people in here in East Texas. They just don't seem to be. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of my coworkers are really great, but everyone else that I've had to deal with out here is just like on a different level of, of, of just like, it's like they've ringworm. You remember back way back in like the 1800s, there was, there was some sort of like worm that got into the soil in the South and it made everybody wall-eyed and lazy that never left East Texas. (laughs) This episode brought to you by the Athens, Texas chamber of commerce. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. I can't even imagine. It's just like, it's nuts, man. It's nuts. There's other things that I can't talk about, but, but just because of, I can't talk about it on record. I don't want to talk about it on recording, but, but this apartment shit is just out of control, like out of control, two weeks, two weeks to fulfill a work order. That's, that's belligerent. And it hasn't even happened yet. Earlier today, these motherfuckers were saying, all right, we'll get a window unit in until the, the heating element is no longer a back order. That didn't fucking happen. And oh then the maintenance God. guy was like, well, you can warm your house with your oven, you know. <laughs> that definitely won't result in uh, injury or, you know, fucking hey, death or fire. My like, mom used you- to do that when I was younger. It worked oh, out just I- fine. I don't mean to besmirch your mom, but that's a really unsafe and dumb thing to do. <laughs> it's not what you should be doing. No, it's because not. It, 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 it just increases the risk for, for fires. And, and I'm betting that you had a gas stove, so that especially increased the risk for a carbon monoxide leak. Nah, I don't know. know if you had a gas stove. I'm just guessing. Based I don't on the even your know house. if I had a gas stove. Probably. Just a senior house that you grew up in. Yeah. It looks like a gas house. It was built in the 50s. It was built in the 50s, <laughs> and it's right, it's right there where all the gas is. Built in the 50s. Texas and it's not, City. It's not much bigger than my current apartment. <laughs> right. <laughs> Baby. Baby. So we're back. Um, it's been a little while. Matt's been getting a play off the ground. I made my directorial debut. I hear it was a lot of fun. It was fun. It was cute. I, I had a good time. I wish I could have been there. Were Scott and Donna there? No, I did not invite them. Well, I sort of was like, you can come. Why didn't you invite your parents? Dude, I don't want mommy and daddy at my, at my show in front of my students. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I teach junior high. I got to have some cards close to my chest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous it's not <laughs> um and it was it was it was fine it happened i'm kind of glad it's over 
is because it's so stressful. Directing is awful. I hate it. I don't like directing at all. No. No, it's just too much to worry about. You got to worry about all these fucking actors. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Sorry, because I've said too you, much. Remember <laughs> when you used to be one of those and you were like, yes. ah. Yes, I was like, this director's an asshole. Um, uh, <laughs> like, this director doesn't know what he's doing. This isn't how my char- This isn't how my character would react. This isn't my character's motivation. He definitely is. This director's definitely not worrying about how bad these shoes look and how bad this lighting is. And or what the hell I'm supposed to be doing right now? <laughs> that was like the last three plays I was in a Texas state. It's like, why am I on stage right now? <laughs> like, why I am? Why am I even here? I'm just standing around. All right, I'll stand here. <laughs> there were some uh, artistic choices made in shows at Texas State that were kind of like, well, okay, this okay, is the thing we're doing. Just more people in the show. Why not? Yeah. Just add, keep adding people. Just let them be in it. Oh, we've got this whole uh, trash can musical number right in the middle of uh, As oh, You Like was, It. That was awesome. I <laughs> I headed up that whole thing. <laughs> oh, so funny. Were you in As You Like It? I was supposed to be. Or not supposed to be. I was... I had No a, is the me, answer. No is the answer. <laughs> but I had a meeting with uh, Chuck Nye. Mm-hmm. Because he called me back. I did like four different readings for the Duke. Uh-huh. The role oh, that then Michael Costello played. Well, yeah. yeah, because... One of two roles he got. Yeah. So after he put out the casting and Michael Costello was in it, Chuck Nye was like, yeah, I was going to have you do it. But then Michael finally committed to doing it. That's and I was like, Okay. So I was Fuck on costume. Off. So I was on costume crew. Fuck Michael, Michael Costello took away a nice role I could have had to close out for, my college career. Fuck that guy. I, like on the record, fuck Michael Costello. That guy called that. I'll never forget it. Whenever, uh, during, uh, uh, what was it? Whoops. Show were we in servant? Uh, one of the lines about my character was that he was too skinny to lift the thing that I was lifting. And, and we were all at a table read and Michael was like, that line doesn't work because Matt is not skinny. So we need to re- we need to re rewrite it. And in front of everybody, he's like, so what should we call him? Flabby fat ass. What should we call him? Devin, what do you want to call him? And then Devin just is like, I think we could just say soft. <laughs> I remember somebody, I remember he also said portly. Portly. Yeah. 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 And it was awesome. Fuck Michael Costello. Right. The fucking asshole. Good God. These people. I mean, that's like some me too shit. Yeah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I hate that guy. Anyway. Um, this is damn. Every time he comes up on Facebook, his profile picture, he's wearing like a Henry the fifth hat. Like, yeah, and he's so fucking full of himself and pretends to be this like super spiritual godlike being and really he's just some like creepy old man that takes things from young people and 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 makes them feel bad about themselves like it's his job as opposed to empowering them and giving them confidence right. that they're going to need whenever they get to the real world and everyone else does that to them. Oy vey. That's true. There's that's why everybody loved Jeremy so fucking much. He made everybody right. feel like worth a shit. Right. In a department of people that made everybody feel like dog shit. Right. Right. All the fucking time. 
Rest in peace, man. What a fucking loss. I mean, that's exact. But like, you just nailed nailed the fact of why everybody loved that man so much because he was the complete and total opposite of what you're talking about. Right. Right. He's what I feel like educators should be. Absolutely. In man. a pre professional program where we're uh, all about to go take a huge fucking risk and try this thing out for real. God, man. And as, as now that I'm a man, I, I swear to God, he visited me one time this semester because randomly a, um, a, a, a purple or like some student of mine just made a purple um, origami swan and put it on my desk at random. And it was like when I was feeling really like not sure about it. And it's, it just felt like Jeremy was saying hi or something like that's a seems, that's a very Jeremy deal right there. I'm with you. I'm with you. That was I'm definitely a wreck tonight. Uh, yeah, I can tell. It's okay. I'm a wreck too. It's okay. I'm good. This is a comedy podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, um, Here we are. Yeah. 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 And it, well. I, did you seen anything good on TV recently? <laughs> uh, I mean, this show's been done for, I think, about a year, but I've been watching Shameless. Oh, come on. I've been okay. binging Shameless. But yeah. um, actually, we're only we're only 13 minutes in. Is it too early for recommendsies? No, nah, drop the theme. We're all gonna die. It's our only guarantee. Just to pass the time. All right. So I was introduced to this guy by Andrea. He's a TikToker. Uh huh. And he goes by the name of Zach Mander. Z A C H, last name M A D E R. Zach Mander. Sure. He does these things <laughs> where he duets Joe Rogan. Huh? But it, he'll be like, like <laughs> the one we saw today that we just saw before, right before recording, was him explaining the <laughs> explaining the plot of Ratatouille, and he plugged <laughs> in all these Joe Rogan fucking responses. It's oh my god! Out fucking standing, <laughs> so good. The guy's like, "Oh, do you want to know the plot to Ratatouille?" And Joe. Yes. <laughs> and then it's like, well, he wants to be a chef. He really likes food, so he wants to be a chef. And Jeff go and then it cuts back to fucking uh Joe and Joe goes, I like really spicy curry. <laughs> I, I sent myself like three or four of them that I'm gonna send to you. And I highly suggest anybody out there who needs a good laugh and wants to have a good laugh at the expense. Uh huh. Joe Rogan, perfect. Yes, which, you know is all yes. good. All, all on my. That's on, that's on my team. Just look Make, up Zach Mander on TikTok. These <laughs> shits are fucking funny. Uh, one of my recommendsies is um, Mike R- Racine or Racini. I don't know how to say his last name, um, but he's a comedian, and he made a really fucking hilarious TikTok that I sent to you about New York. <laughs> He's, he's like top five things in New York that are great. Oh. <laughs> and number three is heartbreak. And he's just like, you're with someone that 
you know, you're never afraid to be yourself around them. And they leave you because they just don't feel anything at all for you. And you're left with nothing. Just yourself. He didn't like to begin with. Number four is pizza. (laughs) (laughs) So if you got to fold it. (laughs) It's so good. He's so funny. He also had a really funny, like there was another, I saw him on some podcast and look, this is a Polish joke, but I feel like Polish jokes, we can make fun of Polish people now, right? They're white. Dude, any whites can be made can fun make, of. And that includes, that includes you, Italians. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Italians, sure. But, uh, uh, like, so he, <laughs> I saw on some podcast where someone was like, I'm trying to work out this joke about these five girls in Poland that got stuck in a, in a, uh, tr- in one of those escape rooms. And then it burned down and they died. Yeah. It's a real story. And then Mike, just without missing a beat, goes, how many Pollocks does it take to escape, uh, an, a, to, to get out of an escape room that's on fire? And they were like, how many? He goes, not five girls. No, my God. <laughs> that's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> a little edgy. It's kind of like edgy, bro. See humor, but it was just so like, just he... It was like breathing. He just shot that out. Just like he just moment. took a breath. Just like, oh, this this hilarious thing. <laughs> I don't know, but not five girls. <laughs> five of them couldn't figure it out. Oh, my God. It's so fucking good. It's He's so- a New York guy. He's great. God damn it. I've been like sitting here for three weeks or whatever it is since we last recorded. And just thinking about, oh, this is going to be great to talk about on the podcast. Oh, this is going to be great to talk about on the podcast. As soon as we hit record, I don't remember any of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind (laughs) of how I feel. Boy, I'll tell you what. uh, It is Spider-Man week. You guys going to see it? Oh, here we go. No, I mean, I'm sure we'll see it, but it's not like (sighs) on my top priority list. Fuck out of here. It's not on your top. How is it not on your top? Matt, Tobey Maguire might be Spider-Man again. Oh. before Spider-Man, West Side Story is higher on my priority Oh, that's list. actually a very good point. That's a very, very good point. <laughs> to me, really it's West Side Story too. Week. Sure. It's both. <laughs> um, no, no, no. This well, is not big enough for two movies, motherfucker. I also live, again, in the middle of fucking nowhere, and we don't have West Side Story this week. Oh, really? We get Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. You got to drive into Dallas for... Or Tyler, if I want uh, to go to Tyler. I forget Tyler's a place. Yeah. It blows my mind that people here don't realize that Dallas is the same distance away. And they choose to go to Tyler over Dallas. Well, Dallas is a big city. It, well, it's like a fancy. I Literally, someone told me, well, that's like a fancier Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was super hard not to do that when they said that. It's like Dallas no. is just a fancier Tyler. Sure, buddy. <laughs> okay. Thank you, <laughs> citizens of Athens, for your input. Athens Brewery, ladies and gentlemen. That's the that's the most amazing thing. That's the type of amazing commentary you'll get there. This episode is brought to you by Athens Brewery. Our brewing company. Athens Brewing know. Company. They're actually they make good beer. Food is there. It is fine. 
Food is bar food. food. It exists. It, it is it, burgers and fries. Their fries are fucking killer. No, oh, that's good. At least yeah. they got that going for them. Hey, they, hey. they sure as shit don't have a realistic view on the world. Well, I like the staff. It's just some of the patrons are a little patrony. Odd. Yeah. Yes, they're <laughs> patriots. We'll no, say patrony. Oh, no, sure. oh, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, they're ah. patriots. Yep. <laughs> they yep. love them some goddamn America and they hate their fucking neighbors. I don't want to say his name, but there is one guy there that isn't like them. Mm-hmm. He's more like me. Like he's just kind of aware of history and symbols. And every now and then I see him. He'll, he's there almost every time I'm in there. Uh, and he's there listening to these people say stupid shit. And every time I've been in there, at some point, he just gets fed up and starts going off on them. And it's so fun to watch because <laughs> I'm not about to do it. Because I don't I'm I'm scared of these fucking country people. They're they're loaded. You know what I mean? Or they're strapped. Like, so I'm scared of them. But he's not, and it's really awesome to hear. One time he just went off about the Confederate flag. He was just like, all right, well, then why don't you get a fucking swastika? Huh? Why don't you just wear a hat with a swastika on it? Well, that's not like the same. He's like, it literally is like the same thing. It's literally the same fucking it's thing. It literally is. The, like, the swastika is what they wore into battle, and the stars and bars is what the, is what the other guys wore into battle. The, yeah. sw- the, the people behind the swastika were into ethnic cleansing. The people behind the stars and bars were into ethnic cleansing. Even if... Even if the swastika started off as this other sort of peaceful Buddhist symbol, what they did was turn it around and they've used it to a point to where you can't use it anymore. And the same goes for the fucking stars and bars. And he's in the middle of a, in a bar in East Texas at that volume of voice. Just going ham. And I'm just sitting there like, like, like see, I've like, always, I've always thought to myself, like, <laughs> Well, you know, if you're going to have Jefferson Davis High School, why don't you have Adolf Hitler High School? Sure. The Jefferson Davis Highway, let's have the... If you're going to have the, Robert, e- Robert E. Lee High School, why don't you have Osama Bin Laden High School? <laughs> Look, Same fucking be, thing. It'd be kind of rad to go to Osama Bin Laden High. Come on. <laughs> Could you imagine going to Osama Bin Laden, Bin Laden High? What's the fucking mascot? The airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> the jets. <laughs> There's the, the jets. jets. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's the cold open. <laughs> <laughs> they do they do West Side Story. <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. From your first cigarette till your last dying day. Inshallah, you get to see your last dying day. The uh, interpretation of the song America from West Side Story will be very different. (laughs) Things go boom in America. We kill you in America. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Guys, we're making fun specifically of Osama bin Laden. Of Osama bin, I know, I know we are, I know we are. Any fucking, uh, you fucking, you know, uh, out there, I don't know what the fuck I was trying to think of. Any of you Twitter monsters, Twitter trolls out there, we're making fun of a heinous monster. He's allowed to be made fun of. (laughs) We're allowed to make fun of him. If you got a problem with that, (laughs) I firmly would like to introduce you to my butthole. <laughs> firmly, firmly. <laughs> like uh. here's here's my firm butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the show's over now. That was that was the best podcasting I'm gonna do in a month. 
The Bin Laden Hide Jets. Uh, It should be the title of the episode, but I'm afraid it'll get taken down. (laughs) I don't know. SoundCloud doesn't take shit down. I don't know if you know. You can put whatever the fuck you want on SoundCloud. Apple and Spotify might flag us. I don't know. (laughs) This is true. Yeah. Oh, that might be one of the best comedy riffs we've ever done. Woo, that was good. I Look just at impressed us. A, a, we just impressed me. <laughs> uh, God damn, Bin Laden High. <laughs> Where would it even be? New York or, uh, uh, I don't know. Where would it even be? What uh, What town would even take that on? Oh, man. Los Angeles, San yeah, Francisco, to, San Francisco. To, yeah, it'd have to be Northern California. It would be in San Francisco. It'd be in one of those places that's just like, and take this with the right attitude. One sure. of those places that's just like way too liberal to like sure. exist in the real world. Right. They're like, no, Obama, Osama bin Laden had a point. <laughs> Look. He didn't like he didn't like uh, all those military bases near Mecca, and he was telling us for years. Literally, it's our fault for not listening. <laughs> Look, so yeah, you fuck around and you find out. <laughs> San Francisco, Osama bin Laden High School. It's a real thing, people. Look it up. They're Maybe trying to be take your Oakland. guns. Maybe huh? it'd be in Oakland. Would it be in nah, Oakland or Oakland's- San Fran? No, I don't think, Oakland wouldn't tolerate that for a no, second. No, Oakland it? wouldn't tolerate that. There's too many blue collar people there. San Francisco's just they're they're rich, they're rich enough. They're white collar enough. They're like psychotically leftist liberal enough to where they'll be like, you know what? That makes sense. Is that true anymore about San Francisco? From what I hear, I don't know. I get different vibes from people. I, like I've also heard, like, I've heard it's so expensive now that there's no nobody there, like other than like homeless people and foreign people. That, Dude, it's the homeless yeah. situation there is ape shit. Out of yeah, ape shit, like, like nuts. Andrea and Jessica were there a few years ago, mm-hmm. and this was like way before. This was like three years before COVID, so this was probably sure. like five years ago at this point when wow. San Francisco was riding the highest high it's ever been in. And they were like going around looking at like the fancy houses, you know. Yeah, the, you know the like multi-million-dollar townhomes. Oh yeah, I, I've been. I know what they are. Yeah, and this fucking tent yeah. city and syringes and human shit. Jesus Christ! I remember when I visited San Francisco in like 2009. They were like, "Look, the hotel concierge didn't say this, but people said it to me before I went there. They were like." go like homeless person watching like you go check out those homeless people in san francisco (laughs) they're crazy there and sure enough i got there and it was like holy shit like like i'll it was exactly what you're describing it it was it wasn't quite tent city yet yeah at least not in like the super like super super uh you, you know that neighborhood the full house neighborhood like it wasn't quite like there yet at that point but we were staying in like there i think it's called union square it's either union square or union station yeah i know where you're talking i know what you're talking about and dude human shit (laughs) this this one man screaming 
at Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I, I'll never, he just kept saying Abraham Lincoln's name over and over again. And it was just like, most important what the question fuck? about that was the guy white or black? He's a black guy. Okay. So he was mad at him. He was mad. At, oh, he's like real mad fucking, at him. Uh, like that sketch on SNL where <gasps> Louis was Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. And oh my sits, God. That was so funny. Sits down next to Keenan at the bar. He's like, you're welcome. He's like, oh yeah. Well, you want me to thank you for my new job, which is shoveling shit into a cart. <laughs> Lincoln, well, Lincoln, Lincoln, <laughs> Lincoln. Oh man. When, oh man, Louie. Uh, Why'd you have to jerk off in front of those people that worked for you? You're so yeah. funny. Now I can't admit that I like you publicly. Nah, you can. You just can't I mean, go. Just, you you can. You just can't go to a bar in Brooklyn afterwards. It's like, it's weird because I do find what he did to be really bad. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't know, man. How long are we going to stay? Are people really going to stay mad at him for, for this forever? Right. He won't SNL. He won't ever be on SNL again. Because well, SNL episodes are amazing. I think he's a prime example of what I always say. Canceling isn't real. It's not a real yeah. thing. It's only if you allow yourself to be canceled. And Louis very much allowed himself to be canceled. He did at first. He absolutely did. Yeah. And he did it for long enough that everybody just accepted that he's done. And I also think that he didn't respond well to criticism whenever he first started coming out again. Like I remember, I'll never forget. I think we had an episode about this where you got really mad at me, but I'll, but I'll never forget hearing about him and how he threw out a heckler at the cellar. Yeah. It was a girl that just said, show us your dick. (laughs) That's an incredibly funny thing to say to Louie at that moment. I'm sorry. It is. I'm sorry. I don't care if you're for or against heckling. That's a super funny thing to say to, to Louie at that moment. And he should have responded way differently than he did. Like, what if he just showed us? What if he had just showed his dick at that point? <laughs> he asked me to. What the fuck do you guys want from like, me? Like, oh, savage. And you've been listening to fucking uh, Andrew Schultz, Joe Rogan, uh, Dave Chappelle, Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura all on a podcast like that's so genius man it's so funny oh my god what a what a walking god god that sounds like a painful hour of podcast or four hours of podcasting those that group of people <laughs> like Tom and Burt obviously but Tom and Burt are fantastic I can take Andrew Schultz but in tiny doses he's very cocksure of himself yes and not nearly qualified enough to be <laughs> i don't know he he remember we've talked about this on the podcast multiple times he absolutely cut our fucking throats at gotham comedy club one night oh yeah he did <laughs> he what did he say it was the oh yeah I'll, I'll i'll do the bit to the best of my memory all right yes yeah <laughs> so i go into uh i go into the, my local diner the other day i'm sitting there and i'm eating no big deal. This guy behind me orders a bowl of cereal. Okay. And she says, you want, uh, what kind of milk you want with that? He said, I don't want milk. I want apple juice. Then right. she brings over the glass of apple juice and he pours the apple juice 
into his bowl of cereal and he starts eating it. And I'm sitting there. I started to get pissed off. I'm like, who the fuck does this motherfucker think he is? Thinking he's going to come in here and he's going to eat fucking apple juice in his cereal. The nerve, apple juice in your fucking cereal. I started getting real pissed off. And then I thought to myself, wait, I eat ass. (laughs) (laughs) I also one time saw him at the cellar and he had a really good bit about how he was like, things are taking off for me. And I'm like getting to go on the road and stuff. And he, I, I don't remember the exact punchline like that, but I just remember him talking about how he grew up in New York and he thought he was so worldly because he grew up in New York, but now he's traveling throughout the country and realizing that he is afraid to leave his hometown <laughs> oh. and like, and that the world is nothing like New York, nothing, especially America is nothing <laughs> like New York and, and like, he, and how, uncomfortable he was feeling i, I don't know it, it was a, it was there was no like one punchline, but he was just making fun of new yorkers <laughs> so hard and then like and then like because i don't know it was the, the crowd was a lot of like people like tourists it looked like tourists for the yeah. most part and so he, you could tell that he noticed that and like got them on his on his side by being like Nowhere else is the like this place sucks. Like, uh, like he was, he started talking about how new everything in New York sucks and how everything, how dirty everything is and how nobody else lives this way and how you shouldn't have to live this way. And like air conditioners are like they exist just inside the building, they're just in the building in most places. And all, and it was just, it was so. it was like, this is amazing. <laughs> this guy is just like eviscerating New York's entire fucking deal. And he's from Bushwick. <laughs> yeah. Or wherever he's from. Yeah. I we'll assume Bushwick. But I for, he actually said, I think he said he was from like Ridgewood. I think he was, I think he ran around with DeStefano or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, I've been to two seller shows since everything reopened. And it's like, I used to go to the seller shows and it was like a healthy blend, like a 50, 50 of like New Yorkers and tourists. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm not shitting on this. It's just weird. Like uh-huh. it's all tourists now. Like really? last time I was there, I was one of two people who lived in New York. You know, when the, you know, when the host, the MC's doing the, Hey, where's everybody from? Any New Yorkers yeah. in the house? We're like, eh, me and one other guy. Wow. You know, and then the rest of it was all tourists. And then, like, if you're the new, if you're the New Yorker that lives in the room, like, you're the one that gets made fun of. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, of course. God forbid. Well, one time, Will Sylvans looked at my mom and accused her of getting up to go take a shit. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> it's like, dude, leave my mom alone. Don't say that to her, please. Oh, good God. lord. So good. I went to a fat black pussycat lounge show that was, did I talk about this on the podcast? I think I did. Probably. TJ Miller and Aziz Ansari. Yes. And yeah. Yes. It yes, was the, the cancel tour, I guess. Is what <laughs> Aziz is another one, man. Aziz, like, like, that was such horse shit. That was such what you're even reading it. And you're like, this is not what. This woman is claiming it is. It's like it's a bad really, date. We're grasping at straws here, aren't we, folks? I went on a bad date. And now I've decided that he should be Never held accountable. Again. 
he should be held accountable for this bad date that we went on. <laughs> it's like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, even in the story, in, even in her telling of it, he goes, this feels weird. Let's put our clothes on. He did that even in her telling. He's like, I'm not getting good vibes. We're going to stop. And she's like, okay. And then they stopped. And then she goes and writes a fucking article about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, and he's just kind of like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> like, what are we supposed to do if we can't like do this? What I just did. Like, that doesn't, uh, you said, I don't know. You've, we've talked about this. We've, yeah. we've tread these waters. He fucking left America. What is, is he in Italy? No, he lives in like his uh, show. Lives in London. Oh, all right. Yeah, cool. he was like, he's like got the fuck. Out. He was like, nah. When I saw him at the cellar a few weeks ago, he was not the cellar, but the fat black pussycat a few weeks ago. He was like, yeah, this is my first time in New York in three years. Wow. Yeah, wow. He's like, I live. He's like, I live in London. I had to get away from all this. I had to get away from everything that he was like. I couldn't. I couldn't even walk down the street after all that shit. Fuck. He's like, I walked down the street after all that. Sh-. He was like, after all that shit went down, he was, this was just like, because we're in like the tiny room and there's like 30 people in the room. So he was just like, he was doing bits and working on new material, but he also was just fucking talking to us. You know wow. what I mean? That's and he was cool. just like, yeah, after all that shit went down, he was like, no matter what your opinion on it is, like, I couldn't walk down the street without like people throwing stuff at me, people saying awful shit to me. So I left. I moved. I left my home country to get away from it. Jesus. Yeah. All over a, like, all over a bad date. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. TJ Miller, though. Fuck that guy. That yeah, guy's fuck TJ Miller. He's a cunt. That guy's nuts. <laughs> fuck him. And his stand-up sucked. Yeah, he always sucks. He's never funny. Like, I've never thought he was... He's, he was kind of funny in Silicon Valley. He was pretty funny in Silicon Valley. Right, he was pretty funny in Silicon Valley. But, but a lot of that also was the writing. Like, yeah. It's television. It's a collaborative art form. It's not like stand-up where it's like, this guy came up with this shit. You know what I mean? Right. And he's telling it. And he's doing right. that, 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 that. It's television. It's collaborative art form. So I think for what he was supposed to do in Silicon Valley, I think he did a very good job. Yeah. And creating. Until he got and, fired. And, yeah. Until he got fired for being an ass clown. Right. Boy, to be an ass clown. Oh, you don't watch Succession. Oh, my God. This so, is. You, okay, this man is so mad at me because it's mad. It is, it is so far up your alley. <laughs> I can't explain how much when you finally watch Succession, how much you're going to be like, oh, this is why Matt was like so insistent. I watched this. It is so. It is like last night was the season finale, and oh my god, it was just like ev like. Okay, maybe I'm overplaying it right now, but I loved it. And and, and okay, uh, forget it. I don't care if you, uh, minor spoilers. Um, like uh, Jeremy Strong, the one of the leads, yeah. had a had a profile about him written in the New Yorker last week, and it was not flattering whatsoever. It was it was, it was kind of poking fun at his process as an actor. He's one of the, he comes from the school of Day Lewis, where he's a real immersive guy. Yeah, he's worked with Daniel in multiple facets uh, as an actor and an assistant. 
So he, he, him and Danny Daylou are like, they're, 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 they're brothers creatively. Right. And as such, he's fucking weird on set. Right. Like he, yeah. he, he makes weird demands or makes weird suggestions and, and directors are either willing to let him do that stuff or, or they're like, no, you cannot use real tear gas in this scene. There are 200 extras in this and that we will not, get fucking sued yeah you know you are not like 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 uh, so there's there was a little bit of that and and they really just like went after him and made him look super bad like like and to a point where like it it was kind of astonishing like what some of his co-stars were saying like kieran culkin just like threw him under the bus said like, oh saying, shit like just saying things like uh, well, I can tell you his process and my process don't work well together. Like, Fuck. And, yeah, like, like saying, and then, but then other people were chiming in and saying, like, Brian Cox was just like, you know, I'm British and I come from the British school where we pretend this stuff. <laughs> and it, like, we don't. <laughs> Like he's, I simply, it's fucking Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. Yeah. You shall not pass, Sir Ian, right. Sir Ian, Sir Ian. Literally, <laughs> like literally, like like, or the the Olivier story with with Dustin Hoffman. Uh, Why don't you try acting, my dear boy? Like like. <laughs> like Instead of staying up for three days, why don't you just act tired? All <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, British actors. But but Brian Cox made a good point culturally. He was just like. Well, I think in America, you people are so focused on working that your life becomes your work. And so that's what informs a lot of American, the American approach, quote, the method that is used primarily by Americans. Like, yeah. I mean, I've never really heard of, I know that Stanislavski sort of began that approach and he's Russian, but I don't know very many Russian fucking actors just no but he started that as you know stanislavski started the whole the method yeah. as a rehearsal technique to right. learn about the character not a fucking what it became right. sure i understand right but i know but i'm just know saying, I'm saying for the like, listeners okay yeah good point uh but you know what i'm saying like like, like that is a distinctly sort of american tradition and and then you know the, there's the british thing that we just talked about where they so Ian, you're, you you just did the whole bit, yeah. And, and the extras. If anybody doesn't know that one, that is a great bit, yeah, from a show called Extras, where Ricky Gervais's character <laughs> is sitting down at a table with uh, he's going to be in a I think it's a play that Ian McKellen's directing, yes. and he's like, uh, oh, everybody always asks me, so Ian, how do you do this? So Ian, how do you do that? That's simple, my boy. I simply pretend. <laughs> I, I pretend that I know what a wizard would do. Yes. And how do I know what to say? The words are written down for me right here in this <laughs> script. But I memorize it. There will be, I don't know. You have to memorize this, okay? There will be no scripts on the day. Does everybody there hear that? No scripts on the day. <laughs> there will be no scripts on the day. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Anyway, anyway, like. And then uh, there was another little comment from Aaron Sorkin and Aaron Sorkin came out and was just like, yo, this was taken way out of context. This motherfucker, he didn't call him motherfucker, but he's like, this dude that sent me these questions only sent me five questions and he only put up 
like three of my answers. And if he had put up all five of my questions, you would have seen how what I said, because Aaron was the one that was just like, no, Jeremy, we're not going to tear gas you because then that would hit the 200 extras. He was like, that was said as a joke between both me and Jeremy. Would you, he was like, do I believe that Jeremy would have been tear gassed if I'd been like, okay, yeah, he probably would have gone for it, but he was not serious in trying to get me to tear gas him. Like, get real. All this to say that, holy shit, Mr. Jeremy Strong's weirdo method fucking did it yesterday. (laughs) I don't care. It worked. That dude killed it yesterday. He killed it. It was amazing to watch. All of them, including Kieran Culkin and whoever plays Shib, Sarah... Sarah, 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 something. Um, Brian Cox, they were all just so like, it was, it was, it was just like HBO, prestige, drama. It was just so fucking good. And then to hear about like what, like his weirdo process for one of the scenes where that has one of the most touching moments in television I've ever seen um, was just sort of done on the fly a bit like because the, they had apparently there's a scene where he's sitting on the ground and they, they just couldn't get it they couldn't crack it and he was really beating himself up and he didn't know what to do and he went and sat on the ground and then he just started acting the scene from there and it totally ruined all of their other shots from the day but they just like all at once everyone queued in and just played out the rest of the scene, not the way that it was blocked. And it ended with the with this image of these siblings touching their brother, and like in ways that like were so intimate and like loving, but also like their characters were shining through in the moment of like I can only touch you this much, I can only pay attention to you so much, but I'm still trying to pay attention to you and love you and give you what you need right now, even though there's this crazy shit happening all around us. I mean, Matt, it's on the level of Ozzy Mandias from Breaking Bad. Ozzy Mandias? Sure. Whatever. I read it in my head. The first dipshit. Hey, hey, the first time I read it in my head, I read it as Ozzy Mandias. Okay. (laughs) So it'll never stop being that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like you. 10th grade Sack I read shit. that fucking poem Oh my <laughs> god Ozzy Mandias <laughs> Greetings I am Ozzy Mandias <laughs> Remember that great Disney movie Bombi Yes I do remember Bombi <laughs> Mom got got right at the start <laughs> Dang. Gang gang Um, (laughs) Fuck I was going to say something That had something to do with what you were talking about Jeremy Strong Method acting Yeah, Who's the fucking There's a cousin character A really tall guy Greg Uh, Cousin Greg Cousin Greg Yeah Okay So this is fucking outstanding One day I'm watching uh, The Dave Portnoy pizza review Uh huh On Instagram And he's standing out front He's got the pizza He's got his cameraman there And John Bon Jovi pulls up because Bon Jovi's doing the pizza review with him on this one. Uh-huh. And they're, they're standing there. They're shooting the shit before they actually film, but the camera's still rolling. And then there's this tall guy. This is like 
this is like a year ago that this came out. This tall guy in a mask comes up and he's like, hey, I'm a, I, I really love the pizza reviews and hey, I love your music. And, blah, blah, blah. and the camera guy goes, you sound like Cousin Greg from Secession. He pulls his mask down and it was the actor. He was like, oh. yeah, it's me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Just like Lower East Side last summer just happened to come up on him on the street. <laughs> Cousin Greg is one of the best character comedic characters to ever exist. That dude, that actor is good. Yeah. He, have you seen the movie Perks of Being a Wallflower? No. Oh, you haven't seen? Oh, you're going to love this fucking movie. This is right this- up your alley. This is one of those. This is one of those movies that I've heard about my whole life, but oh, never okay. seen. It came out like 2012, I want to say something like that. It was like <laughs> right after me and Andrea started dating. But the guy who plays cousin Greg plays a character named Ponytail Derek, who is the main <laughs> character, the main character's older sister's emotional boyfriend. It's <laughs> fucking. It's great. It takes place in like the early 90s, late 80s. So he like makes her mixtapes. It's yeah. fucking great. Watch the movie. Long story short, I think that guy's a goddamn good actor and I enjoy him. So And, he, and you and Matt, you would love him in succession. I'm, I don't want to watch it. Just watch the shit. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> 48 minutes in. Got a don't at me? Nah, I already did it with my fucking uh, landlord. Don't at me, landlords. Don't at me, you fucking scum. You land, you land hoarding scum. I've got a don't at me, bro. Tell me. Don't at me, bro. 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 Oh yeah. Don't at me, bro. Don't do it. Don't at me, Greek alphabet. Okay, yeah. You can eat my ass, Greek alphabet. Mm-hmm. Eat my ass. You have lent one of your characters to a new strain of COVID, and no one can fucking pronounce it. <laughs> Everybody keeps saying Omnicron. No. Omnicron. Did you motherfuckers mm. go to school? Did you motherfuckers go to college? I don't blame you, actually. I don't blame you for not pronouncing the word correctly. I don't. I blame the Greek alphabet. I blame the Greeks. Fuck you and your dry chicken and your shitty rice. Fuck you and your fucking feta cheese. I love feta cheese, so that's really fucking hard for me to say, you motherfuckers. Thanks for theater, but no thanks for the Greek alphabet, and no thanks for the new motherfucking variant, you cocks. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. You know, these, if these people watch Futurama, they'd know how to say Omicron. 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 Hello, I am from Omicron Percy I-9. <laughs> Great reference. Where are your, where are your leaders? <laughs> I don't understand. Why wouldn't you not eat them? <laughs> Great reference. Futurama. What a good show. Matt Groening says he likes it better than The Simpsons. I could see that. I mean, he has a lot more like he can do all kinds of crazy shit in that premise. Right. Like he does crazy shit in the Simpsons, but like right. he can literally do whatever the fuck he wants in and Futurama. It did. it did whatever the fuck he wanted in and and it did not last for 30 years. So there you True. go. <laughs> well, the Simpsons is just kind of riding on goodwill, man. Oh man, totally. Have for about fi- it? for about 10 years, it's just been coasting. <laughs> if if not longer, like like I mean, it's been coasting 
since I, I, mean, I remember when in high school thinking this is done. <laughs> it's still they're still making and they're it. still doing it <laughs> again every sunday after fucking uh after the late game after the late football game on fox you can watch the, the new episode of the substance yep yep <laughs> <laughs> and they make so much money oh the shmoney is ridiculous the, and i think isn't fucking uh the voice of Bart Simpson. She's either an anti-vaxxer or oh, QAnon. She's Scientologist. Oh, that's what it is. I mean, she's, just as bad as QAnon, in my opinion. She's she's a big time Scientologist. Uh, I think there's a couple people in that cast that are like that. Um, it's kind. Of, I mean, it's that weird California thing. I think it. it yeah, I don't know I mean, how it. Because I don't. I, I've never really met anybody that got involved with them or heard of anybody that got involved with them that it didn't get involved with them in California. Yeah. Except for the time I went and visited the headquarters in Dallas in high school. Yeah. Well, and also uh heavy presence in Florida. Really? That doesn't they have a, me. they have a big thing in New York, but like I, everybody, never, yeah. everybody I've ever heard of that got involved to your point got involved either in California or at birth because their parents were in it. Right. Yeah. But all those people that like, I guarantee the people that uh, are working at the one in Dallas are Sea Org members. Sure. I remember you know, going, have you watched the whole, have you watched all the stuff about yeah. that? Oh okay. yeah, dude. Okay. Oh yeah. Sure. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't oh, know. Hey. I've attended Scientology orientation, bro. Ow. Have I never told you that? No. Yeah, this is new to me. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, it was we, it, the they used to have this big purple mansion off of Buckner Boulevard in East Dallas that was their headquarters, and it was within dry. It was just like right around the corner from Ferguson and Buckner, which is kind of close where I went to high school. It was basically like on the way to Casa Linda, which is where all the Bishop Lynch kids would go kill time in between school activities. Yeah. And it's a shopping center. And one day me, Roseanne, my girlfriend at the time, Roseanne's little sister, George, our friend George, uh, we were just like, do you want to like go see what's going on at the Scientology place? Because we used to drive by it at night and see people just standing in the window looking out into the street. And it huh. would scare the shit out of us. <laughs> and we would just, we would peel out. And we were like, let's go see what's going on. And we walk in with our Catholic school uniforms on and they're just like oh you guys you kids go to bishop lynch don't you and we were just like uh yeah they're like well come 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 in come in my my children went to bishop lynch you should come in and and they taught and they showed us around they the whole the whole mansion well there were some rooms that they wouldn't let us in because uh whatever they do that thing where they hold the electric i forget what it's called processing Uh, yeah you're checking your thetan levels yeah, that, that was going on. So like, we can't go in there and look at that. But why don't you come in here and, and watch this video with us? And, and that's the orientation. It's the only thing you get for free is to attend orientation. And you watch a video. At the end of the video, a guy is standing on some clouds and a monkey. And he leans down and a monkey comes to him. And he puts the monkey on his shoulder. And then he says something. He's like, now you can walk out of these these doors and never think of Scientology again. 
You could also blow your brains out or jump off the Golden State Bridge, but it's up for you to decide. And then these golden doorways that have appeared behind him as he's telling us this story open up and this big white light takes over the screen and then in gold lettering, the words, hello. And then, and then they were like, why don't you come downstairs and take a personality test? And we did, but we had to pay for the results. And I gave them all of George's information as my information. <laughs> Dick. Because I was not going to give them my information. And I did not think that I could just write down fake information. And George has been getting mail from them ever since. George. It was also a prank that I played on George where I would just sign him up for things. <laughs> I used to give Colin's email on email on email yeah. lists all oh, yeah. fucking time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and it was, a, it was just a, we got, we, we were looking at each other. They, we had like a moment without them and we looked at each other and they were like, we should leave. Right. And they were like, yeah. And we all just were like, yeah, we Paul, we piled into my mom's Honda Accord like we just ran out the front door, piled into my mom's onto a court and peeled out and just got out of there. It was so fucking weird. It was, it, Oh, one of the things that struck me was that on the tour, they brought us to this office yeah. that they have prepared for Elrond's arrival because he's going to come back. Yeah. And when they come back, just when like comes, JFK and Jesus. Um, and like, and when he comes back, he's going to need to get to work. So they have his office, and Matt, this office was like green velvet mahogany desks with like like wooden Rolodex, like like like, like Tiffany lamps everywhere. It was decked out in like nineteen eighty three, like the like it was just the most. It was it was literally like a, out of a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Yeah. Or something like I, it just I know. I can see what you're. Yeah. Yeah. It was just so it was like, what the fuck? This is weird. And it was so like, well, manicured and kept up. Like you like, can tell they they clean that thing thoroughly every day. Like a fucking lawyer's office in 1979. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 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 Track lighting on the floor. <laughs> just like, oh, my God. So gauche but now but then they were like we're moving they also told us i remember they're like we're moving to irving and they they, now that lot is just empty oh they tore the house down house is gone and it's a nice neighborhood too whoever bought that fucking lot was like nope nope (laughs) i'm not fucking with this not (laughs) doing not dealing with this (laughs) and it's weird because it's in a nice neighborhood but it's just like this big abandoned lot now with a wall around it that's the other thing and then a wall around it. Oh, shit. Yeah. I bet people have tried to fuck with them a lot. Oh, I mean, we did it all the time. But I, I mean, we would drive by at night, honking our horns, <laughs> trying to get the people standing in the window's attention. <laughs> Go throw shit at them. Yeah. <laughs> <Man. Egg> em. <laughs> David Miscavige killed his wife. <laughs> Where's Shelly? Where's Shelly? Where's Shelly? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, we're so in tune. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just about does it for us this so. week. I this think felt so. Good. It I've did. been missing this. Yeah, me too. Let's do it again next week. Let's do it again. Absolutely. I, um, um, Matt, next week. Guess what? What? 
dirtbag teacher. I'm off of I'm off school next week, motherfucker. Uh, I only have to go to school for two weeks and then I for two days and then I'm then I'm done for two weeks. Damn. That Are you gonna go rules. back to Dallas? I mean, yeah. For some of it. Some of it. I, I haven't decided how much I want to spend there because I'm really loving not having uh to like I, I'm loving having my own space. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, but um but I also like I said, I'm a city boy, you know, man, I miss civilization. Yeah. Dude, just like fucking get at it. Get in there. Go back to yeah. Dallas and be a Dallas boy for a little bit. And then come back here. Anyway, is that <laughs> it for us? That's it for us. You can follow me on all the social media at MattBeery06. Hit up the podcast. Um, Matt on Matt, gmail, Matt on Matt pod at gmail.com. Tom. Hold on, Let's hold on, see. hold on. I just remembered Stephanie told me that she sent some mail. Ooh. Mailbag, 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 mailbag. Mailbag. I thought she said she's there it is. Recommendsies. Ooh. Recommendsies. She has recommendsies for this week. Ghostbusters. It's ah. true. Uh, the new Ghostbusters. It's yeah. true to the original. And there is a line at the end that the Matt on Matt podcast would appreciate immensely. But OMG, it was her best first post-COVID movie by far from Stephanie. So go check out that Ghostbusters movie, I guess. I haven't seen it yet. I'm down. My um, <laughs> mom, dad, sister, brother-in-law all took jr to see it and they all loved it they all thought it was okay. fucking great so fantastic i was i don't know if you know this about me i when i was a kid i was a massive ghostbusters fan i was too oh i had all the toys i had the proton pack and the trap and oh, the nice. house and the car i had the i my mom says that i could recite the movies i fucking love ghostbusters i'm all in yeah well apparently that movie's really good according to our listener Stephanie Hilbin. Check it out, y'all. Stephanie Hilbin, Stephanie Hilbin. Thanks for <laughs> emailing us on the podcast. At MattBeery06 on all the social media. Matt on MattPod at gmail.com. At Matt on MattPod on Twitter. At Twitterfield on Twitter. At Matters on Instagram. Again, hit a, hit the podcast up at Matt on Matt Pod on Twitter. On Twitter, that's my burner account. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back. We'll be back sooner than three weeks from now. It's true. It's true. Okay.